Welcome to Marketing Hell. My name is Richard Leyland. Today there's no guest, it's just me. I'm going to go on a, a mini rant, which I'm hoping to keep at least partway balanced. And the topic is this, when sales pretends to be marketing, or even more particularly, when shady sales pretends to be marketing. So this is my own personal marketing hell. So if it does descend into rant, um, I apologize in advance, but frankly, what is the point of hosting your own podcast if you can't rant with your own personal views? So here we go. I'm going to make the case then that there is a particularly ugly part of the sales industry that pretends to be marketing as a fig leaf for the uglier end of what it does. And I got some examples. So I'm going to start with WorkSnug, which was a startup that my wife and I founded back in 2009, a uh, mobile technology startup. I think we were the very first UK augmented reality app, and we had some success before ultimately deciding we weren't going to get the massive growth that our investors were expecting, and we returned as much money as we could and left it alone, shuttered the business. But anyway, while we were trying to grow that business, we had an office in East London. Um, small office, just four or five of us in a single open plan room. And above us, on the floor above us, in a much larger office, there were some mysterious things going on. Every day, a bunch of young guys in suits, it looked like it was their first suits, frankly. In England, we would say they're Jack the Lad types. They were kind of cocky, bit cheeky, bit rude. And it was mysterious. What do these folks do? Um, we looked out of our window and into their, um, one of their offices or one of their meeting rooms. And we could see a poster on the wall. And the poster was of Gordon Gecko, the character in Wall Street. And next to it had that, that tagline of his, greed is good. So we were getting a sense of who these folks were, but we had no idea really of what they did. What was this business about? One day, they did a runner in the middle of the night. They apparently never paid a, a penny in rent in the several months they were there. And they just disappeared overnight one time, avoiding the rent and probably the police too. And we found out that they were those pump and dump boiler room sales types, you know, the type high pressure sales, pressing old people into buying worthless shares, and, you know, a really, really ugly business, frankly. And then I was reminded about the conversations that we'd had with these folks, the little clues they'd given us about what they did. Every so often, someone from that office would come downstairs, knock on our door, talking too quickly and too loudly, and would ask to borrow some milk or borrow some sugar. And it never felt like they actually wanted milk or sugar. It just felt like they'd made a dare to come down to our office, probably to check us out in some way. There was just something weird and artificial about it. But anyway, every time they came into our office, it was always an individual. I'd ask them what they did or what the company did. And at that point, the quick talking would disappear. They'd clam up and they'd answer with a single word, presumably the word they'd been told to use when they were asked this question. And that word was marketing. They were a pump and dump boiler room sales operation. And when I asked them what they did, marketing. Next thing I want to talk about is a particularly weird thing that gets branded internet marketing online. So last year, I watched a, an interesting film on YouTube, which is called The Contrapreneur Formula Exposed. If you want to know what that word is, it's contrapreneur, combination of con and entrepreneur. And this is a video that exposed these wannabe entrepreneurs that use YouTube ads to promote free seminars. And of course, those free seminars aren't really free. They're just a sales pitch for a paid seminar in what's always called internet marketing. And the ads for these courses are just dreadful, right? They use rented Lamborghinis, um, apartments in Dubai, and this weird, shiny, unimaginative uh, caricature of what wealth looks like. And they promise that they'll make you, the viewer, rich if only you'll register for this free seminar. 
that then becomes a paid seminar, normally overpriced. The price always ends in a seven for some reason, no idea why. And they call this internet marketing. So normally the substance of these webinars, if you do actually go to the, the free one or the paid one, is that they'll tell you the secrets of internet marketing. And through that, you're gonna get rich. And if you do fall for it, then you've dropped into their sales funnel from that free webinar to the overpriced paid webinar. And the ultimate secret that will be revealed to you should you pay that big price that ends in a seven is that what you should do to make huge sums of money online is, is play exactly the same game. Do what they're doing. Make ads promoting free webinars that promote paid webinars and then continue this entirely circular bullshit. So why am I talking about this uh, in this context? Well, it's because they call it internet marketing, but it's clearly sales and it's very ugly sales, targeting the gullible with this formulaic con. Before I move on though, and just so I don't sound too holier than thou, I will admit that there's a perverse pleasure in watching these entrepreneurs on YouTube. I mean, they're awful, awful people, but if you're not gullible, and if you enjoy watching them for sport, then there is just so much pleasure to be had. So I'm gonna give you some steers here. Three that I recommend you check out, my very favorites are Adrian G, that's G-E-E. -E. He's this um, um, Aussie guy, and he also happens to be a pickup artist, which is an interesting juxtaposition, internet marketer and pickup artist. Next one is a guy called Brian Rose, who's an American in London, who sort of slips into conspiracy theorizing quite recently and also plans to be mayor of London, not that anyone will ever vote for him. And then the very best contrepreneur, the ne plus ultra, yes, I really did just say uh, ne plus ultra, is this young guy called Caleb Maddox. He's just hilarious. If you look him up on, on LinkedIn, this is what he says about himself. Caleb Maddox is an 18-year-old visionary, million-dollar entrepreneur, author, international keynote speaker, and social media influencer. 18 years old, I'll remind you. The guy's hilarious. I mean, just an appalling person. And his dad may be even worse. Check him out too. But really probably worth a few minutes of your time because it's very funny. Exhibit C is multi-level marketing or MLM. So you probably do know what multi-level marketing is already, but given that there's some dispute about its fundamental nature, I thought I would read a, a definition of multi-level marketing. Here it is. So MLM is a strategy some direct sales companies use to encourage existing distributors to recruit new distributors who are paid a percentage of their recruit sales. The recruits are the distributors downline. Distributors also make money through direct sales of products to customers. Amway, which sells health, beauty, and home care products, is an example of a well-known direct sales company that uses multi-level marketing. The key part here is that line, MLM is a strategy some direct sales companies use to encourage existing distributors to recruit new distributors. If you know of MLM, it's probably because someone you know told you about how they'd set up their own business and they wanted to talk to you about a life-changing opportunity. Now, you probably don't need me to critique MLM for you, at best, it's just a sales strategy in which only a relatively small number of people earn a decent income, and most people end up with a garage full of unsold cosmetics, and at worst, it's a straightforward pyramid scheme. And that line about, I've set up my own business, is of course nonsense. It's just an element of the sales strategy of the MLM. They don't want employees, as they want all of the risk held by the salespeople, so they have people set themselves up independently, at which point they're carrying all of the risk but they become susceptible to garbage messages that play on the romance of entrepreneurialism. Why am I moaning about all of this? Well, there's a few reasons. First, it's just an inherently shady part of the economy. Most recruits lose. 
but only after they've embarrassed themselves by trying to recruit those around them into a losing proposition. Secondly, and here's where I'm going to reveal my um, essential pettiness, uh, but there was a guy on my Facebook feed that I worked with many years ago, and he's a sales rep for Arbon, one of these MLM companies. By the looks of it, he got in early enough to make a few quid, uh, or either that, or he's renting the sports cars and the expensive beachside property. And until I muted him, he was dominating my Facebook feed with pictures of himself with posh cars, you know, running along the Californian coast, giving comically oversized checks to aspiring actors that he was supporting through what he called his foundation. And it just turned my stomach. It was a projection designed to attract new recruits that will never reach the level that he's either achieved or is faking. Finally, the reason I'm moaning about multi-level marketing is because it's not marketing. It's a sales strategy. And it's a sales strategy employed by direct sales companies. And the word marketing is just a fig leaf. It's a nonsense. This stuff should be called multi-level sales. So was that ranty? Mm, Hope not, but it may well have been. I'm going to stop there in case it gets any worse. But hopefully I've made a pretty clear case that there is a flavor of ugly, shady sales around the world that pretends to be marketing, and it's annoying. Let me know if you've got any opinions on this. You can get me at Leyland Richard on Twitter. Am I alone in this? I really hope not. See you next time.